Welcome to the Danny Picard Show, Thursday, June 21st, 2018. Broadcasting from the Beantown USA studio. Beantown USA is Boston's go-to destination for customized screen printing and embroidery. Get more information on their website, beantownusa.com. Today's show is presented by DraftKings. You can play for free at DraftKings.com or on the DraftKings app by using promo code PICK, P-I-C, at DraftKings. There are no commitments whatsoever. Just pick your sport, draft the lineup, and win cash prizes. Sign up right now and play for free with your first deposit by using promo code PICK, P-I-C, at DraftKings.com. And speaking of promo code PICK, you can also use it at golfballmonkey.com. That's golfballmonkey.com. Go there right now to get the best deal on golf balls that you'll find anywhere on the internet and get an even bigger discount with promo code PICK to get 5% off any order and free shipping on all orders over 50 bucks. Golfball Monkey sells premium, slightly used golf balls at a discounted rate. And I know what you're thinking. Used golf balls? Really, Danny? Well, think about this. How many times have you opened a brand new box of balls, taken one out, put it on a tee, hit it once, and lost it? A lot, right? You've done it, I've done it, we've all done it. Then what do you do? You take out another brand new ball, you hit that one. You're probably wondering, what happened to the first ball I lost? Well, I'll tell you what happened. Golf Ball Monkey found it, and it's still good as new because you only hit it once. At Golf Ball Monkey, they harvest, buy, and sell premium used golf balls to wholesalers, retailers, and people like me and you. They have Titleist, Callaway, Nike, Pinnacle, Bridgestone, TaylorMade, and more. So load up right now at GolfBallMonkey.com. That's GolfBallMonkey.com. And use promo code PICK, P-I-C, to get an even bigger discount. Swing for less this summer with Golf Ball Monkey. Welcome to the show on this Thursday, June 21st. I am sick as a dog. I am. Sick as a dog. I don't know. Who gets sick in June? Now, I don't think I've ever been sick in the month of June. Usually you get sick, you know, in the winter. Um, you know, you catch a cold. I don't know. I just had something the last two days. Went up and down, right through my body, back out. Uh, but we're battling through a little bit here right now. Um, so we're trying to get through. It's just, it, it, it's, it's one of those illnesses I just, I don't have an answer to. You know what I mean? Like, there's just no answer. You take, I'm, I'm on, on meds right now trying to take some medication to get rid uh, of this illness. Um, I am feeling a little bit better today, better than I was the last two days. But still, it's just one of those ones you, you, got, you got no answer to. You just got to let it take its course. And uh, it is certainly taking its course. But as it takes its course, I have obviously been paying attention to the top stories in the sports world while also putting together some stuff for you uh, for my YouTube channel that if you've been following me on social media, you know that I am launching another new show on my YouTube channel. Subscribe right now, youtube.com slash Danny Picard. And that other new show is a video game show. It's a show that is called Pick Up Your Sticks, and uh, it's basically going to be, for the most part, a one-on-one interview series, and the first episode of Pick Up Your Sticks, my first guest is Kevin Hayes of the New York Rangers. We played a game of NHL 18 on Xbox One, but uh, subscribe, hit the notifications tab. I'm going to be pumping a new show out every single week. There might not even be a guest on that show for me to provide some video game content. But uh, one thing I wanted to do is I wanted to combine 
this podcast and some of the content and, and, you know, some of the thoughts that you get from me on this podcast, I wanted to combine that with video games. And uh, no better way to do that than to have a video game series on YouTube in which I'm able to bring guests in to play me in a video game, and, and I'll be asking some questions uh, throughout throughout that episode. So, uh, and basically, we'll be having a conversation. But it's a new show called Pick Up Your Sticks. It's a combination of this podcast and the gaming world, esports, is that what you want to call it? I don't know, but I'll tell you this. It's more than just new games. I have a ton of retro games. I have old-school arcade games, Nintendo, Super Nintendo uh, gonna ha- get, I'm gonna be getting my hands on some N64 games soon, so you know we're gonna be getting some GoldenEye in. Maybe what's the the WWF games for N64 are the best. No Mercy, uh, WrestleMania 2000, those games are the best. But GoldenEye is also the best. I'm not a big Fortnite guy. I have a tough time getting into Fortnite. We might still play it, but I have a tough time getting into it. It's not GoldenEye. The, I think that you could honestly say. GoldenEye for N64, the original GoldenEye, I think you can honestly say that's the greatest video game of all time. I think so. And it's it's funny because there isn't a remake of it, right? Like, you can't get that anywhere unless you hack into something and, and put it on. But, um, I don't know. Maybe Nintendo will come out with an N64 classic like they have the Super Nintendo classic and the regular NES classic. They should do that because... You know, I think to be able to play GoldenEye, like what you see right now with Fortnite, I, you know, I think that if they made GoldenEye current, just taking that old school title, uh, made it the same game and put it on one of the new systems, I think that it would it would make a killing. I don't know why they're not doing that. And maybe they are, and I've just missed it. Let me know how I can get my hands on GoldenEye. But um, I, I believe, again, I told you, I'm going to be having my hands on some N64 stuff soon, so... Just, you know, just subscribe to the YouTube channel. I think if you're into video games, then I think you'll enjoy this show. But it's just another new show that I have on my YouTube channel. And I've been spending the last couple days kind of editing some stuff uh, for episode one. So, uh, you know, but since I've been a little under the weather, it I haven't been able to pump it out as soon as I would have liked to. But so I guess we're, you know, a little behind this week. And tomorrow I'm in a golf tournament on Friday, so I will not be giving you any type of NBA draft recap. But that's what we have tonight, the NBA draft. The Celtics have number 27 overall. I, I think the, the biggest story is, it, you know, the, it's not what's Phoenix going to do. Are they going to take DeAndre Ayton? Uh, you know, I, I think keep an eye on Michael Porter because, I mean, there was a, a point a year ago that we were talking about Michael Porter being the number one overall pick. And, you know, there are injuries there. I get it. But right now I'm looking at a mock draft that has him going fifth. There was a mock draft I looked at last week that had him going eighth or seventh or eighth. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., yeah, there are injuries, but that could be a, that could be an absolute steal for somebody. You know, if Dallas is going to get Porter at five, then that's a steal, I think. I think that's the way you'd have to look at that if you're the Mavericks or a Mavericks fan. But the NBA drafts tonight, and for the first time, you know, in, in a little bit, we here in Boston do not have a top pick. You know, we don't have one of Brooklyn's picks that was traded to Cleveland. Um, and the Celtics didn't suck. So they have their own pick, number 27 overall. And, um, 
you know, if you really want to get into projections as to what you think the Celtics are going to take at 27 overall, then be my guest. I don't think I'm going to sit here and do that. But what I will do is entertain the possibility that maybe the Celtics make some kind of wacky trade. And I say wacky meaning blockbuster, right? Meaning something that, you know, a, a trade that I'll mention and people will go, oh, that's nuts, Danny, you're living in a, in a fantasy world, you know, put down NBA 2K, you're talking about video games, you're playing too many video games right now. That's what you're doing. Or Danny, you're saying you're sick. Well, um, yeah, you must be sick if you're talking about Kawhi Leonard getting traded to the Celtics. And, and I'll be honest with you. You know, I told you on Monday's podcast that that whole possibility of Kawhi Leonard being traded to the Celtics, I, I, I told you I was all for it on Monday, right? And that's a little different than I felt maybe a month ago. But that's because some of the reports were, oh, San Antonio's going to want Tatum. And I told you, you do not give up Tatum for Kawhi Leonard. Like, you're just not doing that. I'm sorry, you don't. You're not giving up... Honestly, the only untouchable on the team, I think, is Jason Tatum. I think he's the only untouchable player. Now, I wouldn't get rid of Marcus Smart. Now, you obviously have to sign Smart, right? I wouldn't get rid of him. I wouldn't let him go. I'd I'd pay him. I'd keep him around. Uh, I think he's in a a very important piece of the Celtics puzzle. But I I think when you're talking about trades and, and, and blockbusters... Jason Tatum, to me, is is untouchable. More untouchable than Kyrie Irving is because of Irving's contract situation, really. I mean, if if Kyrie Irving came out right now and said, I'm signing an extension with the Celtics, then I'd say, yeah, you're not going to trade Kyrie. But I think there's that unknown. Now, maybe there's been a conversation behind the scenes where Kyrie Irving has gone to Danny Ainge and said, don't worry about it. I'm just playing the game smart. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sign with the Celtics. Like, let's go. Like, I, this is where I want to be. Like, if, if they're having that conversation, fine. But Kyrie Irving said they're not having that conversation. So again, to reiterate my point and my stance on Kyrie Irving after his recent comments, if I'm Danny Ainge, you know, you got leverage right now. And if, you, if, he's, if Irving's not going to have that conversation, you got to be some type of an aggressor this offseason to see what you could do. And, and I, hey, it works. I fired up the ESPN trade machine. The one-on-one trade... Irving for Kawhi Leonard, it works. And I know you might be saying, well, Kawhi Leonard wants to go to L.A. He doesn't want to come to Boston. You know, if he wants to go to L.A., why would you make that trade? I say, well, I mean, if Kyrie Irving wants to go to the Knicks next offseason, you're going to lose them both. What's the difference? Well, as I wrote in a, in a column for the Boston Metro today, it's in print today, it was on the web last night, metro.us. As I wrote in the Metro, there is one difference between those two guys. One of those players reportedly attracts LeBron James. The other doesn't. The one that attracts LeBron James is Kawhi Leonard. You might even be sitting there going, wow, Danny, you really are all in on NBA 2K and the video game fantasy trade world, huh? You think the Celtics are going to require Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James? Well, as I told you on Monday, or I asked you, if you could trade... Kyrie Irving and Gordon Haywood for Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James. Would you not do that? You wouldn't do that. Yeah, I'm factoring in the contract situation and everything. You wouldn't make that trade? I think you're nuts. Now, the money would have to work, but that's why you'd be getting rid of Haywood. 
That's why you'd be doing the swap Irving for Kawhi Leonard. Now, from San Antonio's perspective, if if you did an Irving for Kawhi Leonard swap, how does it make sense for San Antonio? I pointed out, well, San Antonio was one of four teams on Kyrie Irving's original trade list that he gave to Cleveland. San Antonio was one of the four teams that Irving wanted to wanted to go to. Now, did that have to do with Kawhi Leonard's presence? I don't know. Did that? Did he just want to be in San Antonio? I I. Honestly, don't know what the reason for that was. But, um, you know, I think if you're the Spurs, Leonard doesn't want to play for you. And knowing that Irvin was on, you know, the, your, your team was on Irvin's list, you might look at it and go, well, if we're going to have a player who's an all-star, who's on a contract for one year, we're going to have a better chance to sign Irvin long-term than we do Leonard. Yeah, we'll make the swap. And again, from the Celtics' perspective, I, I, I just, I'm still looking at this. I know Irving has to play it the smart way by not signing the extension till next year. I, I know he makes more money that way, but we got to be realistic. And, and being realistic is this is a business. And Danny Ainge is not going to let Irving walk for nothing. And if he thinks that there's a possibility of that, Danny Ainge is going to go out and kick the tires on some stuff. And we already know he's kicked the tires on a Kawhi Leonard trade because reports say that he tried to trade for Kawhi Leonard before the trade deadline this past season. So don't tell me Danny Ainge isn't on the prowl right now. He is on the prowl. And if he's on the prowl, he's going to revisit a trade that he's tried to make already. And, you know, if he thinks Irving's going to walk and you could do a one-on-one swap for Kawhi Leonard... I've actually talked myself into that move. Go get the clock. Go get him. Um, and there might not be a commitment after next season from Leonard. But again, what's the difference? You don't have a commitment from, from Kyrie Irving after next season either. You don't. That's the reality of it. There's no guarantee Irving resigns. And, and so I have to, again... You went out and got Kyrie Irving. He didn't choose to come to the Celtics. We'd all like to think he he will choose the Celtics long-term because they have one of the best chances to win the East the next couple of years, but I don't know. He he might look at it and go, I just want to be in New York. I want to be in one of the other four places that I put on my list. You know, I want to be in Minnesota or Miami or San Antonio. I, I don't know what he's thinking. You know, Irving's kind of a strange cat. He's a smart dude. I think he makes calculated decisions, but I don't think we know the decisions he's going to make. And I don't think Danny Ainge does either. And if if that if if I'm correct with that, if he doesn't know what decision Kyrie Irving's going to make, again, this is the time right now, especially leading into the NBA draft, but I think what's cool about the Celtics is that, you know, some of these teams if they want a chance to trade for Kawhi Leonard, you look at Phoenix, Sacramento, I, I don't know, name. You know, any, any team with a top five pick. You know, you look at one of those teams. They want a chance to trade for Kawhi Leonard. You know, you got to do it. You got to do it today. Like, today. as I'm, <laughs> You got to do it right now. Um, because the Spurs will say, well, we want the number one overall pick. We want the number two, number three overall pick. Um, and you're obviously not going to trade that. After the draft. So, but the cool thing about the Celtics is, eh, what they have to give up for Kawhi Leonard, 
doesn't really have anything to do with the draft right now. Like, the Celtics have future Clippers pick. Uh, They have future either 76ers or Kings pick. They have that future Memphis pick, which who knows? In 2021, I mean, who it could get all the way there unprotected. Like, the Celtics have some stuff that they could give away, but they also have a star player that they could do the swap for. And, you know, again, full disclosure, like Monday, this is sort of a fantasy GM cap that I'm wearing right now. But I I do think I'm factoring in some things that are realistic. And I think the most realistic thing about the Celtics and the way Danny Ainge does business is that it is somewhat unpredictable. Right? It's somewhat unpredictable in a good way, in a great way. And that's why I'm even entertaining the possibility of bringing Kawhi Leonard to the Celtics, even if it doesn't help you get LeBron James. But, it is, you know, it's reported that LeBron James has his eye on Kawhi Leonard. And I'm sorry, if you're sitting there right now going, I don't want anything to do with LeBron James in a Celtics uniform. You know, I don't want Kawhi and LeBron in a Celtics uniform. You know, these guys, it's not going to work. Well, you'll be the one who... <laughs> You'll be the one, you know, if it does happen, you'll be the one that will be kicking yourself that you didn't want to buy in at the beginning. Because we'll be having fun watching Celtics win championships and and you'll be, you know, I don't know, rooting for Kyrie Irving somewhere. But but again, those these trades haven't been made. I'm just telling you the things that we're looking out for right now, the things that I'm looking for, the things that I, I've talked myself into going out and getting Kawhi Leonard. I have. I have. Um, You know, people who say don't, it's like, why? Oh, he quit on San Antonio. You know, there's an aspect that certainly, that's a concern at some level. But then I sit back, I go, well, how true is it? And what else, you know, we don't know everything that happened. Yeah, we don't. We don't know everything that happened. Uh, San Antonio, you know, they haven't, that's not been the same San Antonio group last couple of years. It hasn't been. And, you know, that's important to point out as well. So there might be some other frustrations with what's going on with the organization, with stuff that, that's going on on the court. So, um, you know, I, I don't know what's going on in Kawhi Leonard's head. A lot of people say, well, he just wants to play in L.A. And, and if that's the case, then... You know that I'm sure I'm sure that's true, but aren't there a lot of NBA players that want to play in LA? I'm sure most players in the NBA want to play and live in LA. Well, but they don't all do it. And sometimes somebody can swoop in and steal somebody's heart. And maybe Danny Ainge can swoop in and bring Kawhi Leonard to the Celtics and say, "Hey, look at this. Look at our brand new practice facility that we opened." You know, look at all those banners. Look at this coach. Look at these young players that we have. Look at the opportunity in the Eastern Conference that you will have to get to the finals each and every year. And and, and I, me personally, I do not want to rule out the idea that LeBron James sees that and goes, huh, yeah, we're trying to even the playing field. That's a Celtics team with Kawhi Leonard, with Jason Tatum. You know, I've talked about the last couple months the Celtics could trade Terry Rozier. And, and, and then when you factor in the, 
the reality of Irvin's contract and the, and the unknown that comes with that and the future of him in a Celtics uniform, I don't think it's crazy to say, go the other way and go, you know what, though? Rosia showed you something. He's not that expensive for you right now. If you could do the Kawhi Leonard swap and, you know, you have the point guard and then you have the claw to go along with the young kids and then maybe you, you know, you do see someone like LeBron James wanting to... I, I don't think... If you really do break it down, I don't think it's as unrealistic as some people might try to make it. You know, I'll get mocked for wearing the fantasy GM cap, maybe playing one too many video games, and and, and you could say there's a video game trade. All right, whatever, fine. But I think there's some realistic aspects to this to consider uh, that don't make it such a pipe dream. Or at least the pipe dream that some people might mock me with when I do bring it up. But keep an eye on Kawhi Leonard. Is he going to be traded before the draft? I don't know. By the time you listen to this podcast, maybe it's Friday morning and maybe the draft has already come and gone and maybe there have been no blockbuster trades. I think that would be in the Celtics' best interest because the Celtics are the team that do have stuff to give San Antonio. They don't need to do it before the draft. But some other teams might. Some other teams do need to do something like that before the draft. Will they get it done? I don't know. I don't know. But, um... I'll keep an eye on it. Whatever does happen in the NBA draft, I will react on Monday. Celtics of number 27 overall. Again, not overly excited about that. Also this weekend is the NHL draft, Friday and Saturday. The Bruins don't have a pick until the second round, 57 overall. The Rangers have the Bruins' first round pick, number 26 overall. Uh, They acquired that in the Rick Nash trade last year. Buffalo has the number one overall pick. Are you into the NHL draft? There's just too many rounds. I'm not into it. I never get into it. Um, So we'll leave it at that. NHL draft, if something crazy does happen, if the Bruins end up getting a first-round pick, if they trade up, if they make another, I don't know, if they make a blockbuster move. You know, I know Bruins fans have their eye on Ilya Kovalchuk. I don't know. Is it 2010? Is that... I mean, is it? Is it 2010? Here's what I need to know with Kovalchuk. What does he want? Does he just want to live in the U.S. and make a couple mil? Or does he want to win a Stanley Cup? Like, what are his motives? I need to know. Like, does he see the Ovechkin stuff with the cup and say to himself, that needs to be me? Like, I need that cup. I want that more than anything in the world. If that's what he's thinking, then go get him. But if he's like, hey, you know what? I just want to go back to the States, uh, play some hockey, make a couple mil, you know, take a couple shifts. Like, if that's his mindset, I'm all set. I'm all set. I need to know his mindset. I don't know his mindset. I don't know that anyone does. But sure, you kick the tires on it. It's just, how realistic is it that, that he wants to come to the Bruins or that the Bruins would even want him based on his mindset. I, I don't have the answer to that question. So we'll just, we'll see how it plays out. But the NHL also has a draft this week, this weekend. And uh, if something crazy happens, I'll react to it on Monday. We got our eyes on the Red Sox losing two straight in Minnesota on Tuesday and Wednesday. Games in which Chris Sale and David Price started. David Price in the news with video games again. Because he made a comment to the Boston Herald the other day when talking about potentially being picked for the All-Star game. 
an all-star weekend, and he said, you know, if I'm picked, and I mean, he didn't get picked, right? I'm not missing something with the all-star picks. He said if he gets picked, maybe he'll play some Fortnite the night before the all-star game so that he'll be unavailable for the all-star game. He won't have to pitch because he'll be down. He'll be unavailable. That's what he said. And, you know, I don't always stick up for David Price, but it's pretty clear that he's just taking a shot at the people who think he's actually stopped playing video games. Better yet, he's taking a shot at the people who think that video games have actually caused him some type of injury recently. He's taking a shot at these people. I think it's pretty clear. Um, you know, he's been to, what, five All-Star games, I believe? And the reality of All-Star Weekend is that when you go to it, you, when you experience it a couple times, you know, you don't want to go every year. I'm sorry, you don't. And that's every sport. You don't, Sometimes you just want the weekend to play video games. I don't know. Whatever you do in your free time, that's your business. Um... David Price, he, he's saying basically he doesn't want to go to the All-Star game. Doesn't want to do All-Star weekend. You know, you'll get some people that say, oh, he doesn't respect the game. Look, I don't always stick up for David Price, but I have no problem with that comment. I have no problem with that quote. And uh, I have no problem that he's still playing video games. I don't. Do people really think he stopped playing video games? I, I think he stopped, you know, maybe... It, I don't know if they ever played while the media was in the room. Did they ever play while the media was in the room on the TVs? I don't know. Maybe maybe they did, and now they don't do that anymore. But they're not stop. They, they didn't stop playing video games. David Price didn't stop playing video games. Please. And video games didn't cause him any injury. They didn't. And I think he's just taking a shot at those people right now. Um, but whatever. You know, hey, he, he, he didn't pitch. He let up two home runs. Last night on Wednesday night in Minnesota. It's got to be better than that. But, you know, David Price is a major part of this Red Sox success. And if you told me that he doesn't have to pitch the All-Star game, fine. In fact, you know what? Don't pitch the All-Star game. I'd prefer him not to pitch the All-Star game. So what are we getting worked up about with him? I'm not going to get too worked up about anything with him. But you are, you know, the the people that, that do set out to go at the guy. Look, there are times he sounds like a clown. He sounds like a boob. He sounds like a crybaby. It sounds like he doesn't want to be here. I don't think this is one of those times where I'm getting too worked up about something that he says. I've been worked up about things that he said before, but this is not one of those times. Anyways, with the Red Sox, you know, you got the trade deadline a month away. Um, Rafael Devis' name is coming up, and I will tell you this. Much like I told you with the Celtics, the Jason Tatum is untouchable. Rafael Devis, you can't have him. You can't have him. He's untouchable. Devis is untouchable. Didn't get off to the best start this year, but if you watched him last season, and you've even seen him recently, Devis is not going anywhere. He's untouchable, okay? And that's it. That's it. He's more than a prospect now. He's an, he's an actual major league talent at a very young age that's going to be very affordable to you the next couple of years that is going to provide some serious pop in the middle of that lineup. And is going to be a dangerous hitter here moving forward. I just, he's too good. You don't give him up. Cannot have Rafael Devers. You know, the Manny Machado stuff, I don't think that's going to happen. Machado is going to be a rental for a team that, you know, is desperate for a rental. And I don't even know that that's going to work out for him. So, 
to me, you got to go get pitching. That's that's it. And you need, you, you know, the bullpen. Just we got we get some time to talk about that though. We have time to talk about that. The deadline, the trade deadline of Major League Baseball is a month away. We got time. Um, you know, the other thing people are focused on still in this town, and they will until regular season football begins. And uh, I usually don't like to rush through the summer to get to regular season football because I do love the summertime. I do. Uh, I don't like to rush through it. But if it means getting some regular season football, some meaningful football games to talk about so that we don't have to discuss Tom Brady's future, then... I'm willing to rush through this summer because the Tom Brady stuff is just so maddening. It's driving me nuts. It's driving everybody in this town nuts. And I don't know that it's a media creation. I've told you that. I think Tom Brady is acting like a weirdo. And I told you on Monday, I don't even want him sitting down with Oprah. Like, why is he doing a one-on-one sit-down with Oprah? I don't, we don't need him to do that. And you know, he says, oh, you know, I'm going to retire sooner rather than later. What does that mean? I don't know. ESPN made a post on Instagram and Brady commented on it in Spanish by putting the number 45 in Spanish. What is it? 45? Is that what? How's my Spanish for you? 45? Is that how? Is that what it is? 45? Basically hitting, hey. All right, ESPN posts a clip of me talking with Oprah, so I'm going to tell them in Spanish on an Instagram post the number 45, and that will hint that that's when I'm going to be done playing. Holy shit. Why couldn't Brady just say that to Oprah? Why, and not only that, why can't you just use it in English? Like, and why do you got to do it on Instagram? The whole thing is wacky. Brady's a whack job. I... Honestly, somebody close to him might want to check in on him. I don't know what's going on. I don't. The guy's lost his mind. He's lost his mind. Um, I don't get it. And that's just another one of those mysterious, like, social media mixed messages that he's sending, like, what are we doing? What is he doing? I, I just need meaningful football. Because... I think we're we're just we're driving ourselves crazy now because Brady is, is you know, I I think sending all these messages and, and showing that he's just a weirdo. Meaningful football cannot get here soon enough. For that reason, to just move past that, and because the more time we have to dissect it, the more theories people will come up with. You know, that's the media creation of it. Like you know, yeah, Brady's acting like a strange bird, but. You know, what? what's he going to do? He's not going to walk away. Patriots aren't going to trade him. So where does that leave you? That leads you to Brady's a widow. Patriots going to do it their way. But at the end of the day, they both do want to win. So that's why we need the games to start. So they can both show that again. So they can both prove to us and show us, both sides, that all they really want to do is win. But you got to get them back on the field to some meaningful football to be able to show that. Uh, but that's just another thing that, that people are talking about in this town and uh, who knows, I'm, I'm almost waiting for another like shady Instagram post from somebody to come out, right? 
Like if they got into the bottom of the Julian Edelman PED thing, an unrecognizable substance. It's funny because I, you know, I saw that and told you on this podcast a couple weeks ago that that tells me they were trying to beat the system. And it's funny how people can look at one story and think completely differently about it. Because a lot of, I, I feel like a lot of people here in New England looked at that unrecognizable substance and they thought to themselves, oh, how's the NFL going to suspend them if it's unrecognizable? Well, as much as they have a list of things that you can't take, they also have a list of things that you can. And if you test positive for a, for something that's not on the list of things that you can take, obviously the NFL thought it was shady. You know why? Because it is shady. You know, you can be honest about it. Alex Guerrero is a shady dude. And one of his guys tested positive for a substance that's unrecognizable. And when I see a substance unrecognizable, I'm going to tell you that's shady. That's shady. And Guerrero, sure, might not have given it to Edelman. But come on, Guerrero knows the guy who gave it to Edelman. I mean, these guys communicate. It's not like Edelman goes up to the TB12 center and says, Hey, Alex, uh, can... You know, can I just get a quick massage? Oh, Alex, do you mind if I use this pliability rope? I, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing up there. Pliability straps. I, what's going on up there? I don't know. Do you mind? Do you think he goes up there, though, and just says, hey, can I just use this real quick? And, and Guerrero's like, yeah, just just sign your name on the sheet just so I know uh, that you used it today. Like, no. Guerrero's a little bit more hands-on than that. Okay? So... Guerrero might not have given Edelman that substance, but he knows who did. He knows who did. Let's not let's not be silly. Let's not be naive here. He knows who did. But I think we're still trying to figure out what that substance was, right? Well, I mean, I'd be shocked if it ends up being something that's legal. I, I, I'd be shocked by that because when I see unrecognizable, I think, well, he was just trying to beat the system. That's all. Just trying to beat the system. But that's everybody. It's not just Edelman. Everybody. Like, it's just guys, you know, they, they, they have things that go undetected. You know, the NFL just saw it. Caught him. I think Edelman got caught. Anybody who says otherwise, I don't, I don't think they're understanding the mindset of some of these guys who are trying to get an edge. And again, I don't have a problem with them trying to get an edge, but it does piss me off the people that that don't want to acknowledge that's what they're doing. Right? Because they've made this an issue, not me. People made PEDs a major issue, but then they ignored it when Peyton Manning got linked. But now they're going to pay more attention to it again. It's, it all comes back to Peyton Manning being, being ignored and really pissing me off. But anyways, I'm going back to old news. I'm trying to move on uh, to current news. And current news, I pretty much gave you it all in the world of sports. But, uh... Again, I have to remind you before I sign off, a shortened show, I feel like absolute dog shit right now, I, and I got shit to do. I'm trying to pump out episode one of Pick Up Your Sticks today, so go subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash Danny Picard. Um, what else do we got? Just subscribe to this show, The Danny Picard Show, at dannypicard.com, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Podcast One, literally anywhere podcasts are available Subscribe, download, review, 
do all of that here, do all of that on YouTube. A lot of cool stuff coming to my YouTube channel. So, again, you got to subscribe to that. And episode one will be out later today on this Thursday, June 21st. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Enjoy the NBA draft. I'll be back on Monday to react to it all. I am out. Talk to you then.